2: Four seven four six. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message.
3: I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, we're open and we're ready. Speak to us whoo speak to us sir speak to us sir we're open and we are ready we lay down every burden and we receive your blessing we cast every care at your feet because you care for us and we say speak god speak god speak god make the enemy back up and speak make our worries back up and speak we are free in this atmosphere the spirit of Python has been subdued. Roshay Abahaya. And we ask you for a refill of your Holy Spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Say, I'm ready. He's ready. Let's go. So our series, as you know, is called The Ghosts and the Gifts. We're learning about the Holy Spirit and uh, the gifts that he brings. Now, I taught you this on Sunday that the Holy Spirit is how you'll succeed. Look at Zechariah 4 and 6. Then he replied, This is the word the Lord spoke to Zerubbabel. You won't succeed by might or by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of armies. Here's the first thing you need to see about the verse. Uh, he says, You're not going to succeed this way, but here's what he's inferring, but you will succeed. And I need for some of y'all to stop worrying about, well, what about the economy? What about coronavirus? What about Delta? What about Alpha? What about this? All I know is for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. And because we serve the Lord, we are covered by the Lord. I need you to act like the blood covers you. I need you to act like you're not worried about the economy. You're not worried about what's going on in the world. Why? The same God that kept you through the pandemic is going to be the same God that keeps you through the end of the pandemic. Open up your mouth. Say, it's for me and my house. Come on, say it with authority Wednesday. Say, it's for me and my house so he replied and says this is the word the lord spoke this is god speaking and he says you won't succeed he says you will succeed you're just not gonna do it this way by might or by power you're not gonna do it because of your education you're not gonna do it because of where you went to school you're not gonna do it because of who you know you're not gonna do it because of your business acumen you're not gonna do it because of your social media following you're not gonna do it because of your popularity you're not gonna do it because of where you went to school you're not gonna do it because of where you grew up you're not gonna do it because you're light-skinned you're not gonna do it because you're dark-skinned you're not gonna do it because you're white you're not gonna do it because you're black Not gonna do it because you're tall. You're not gonna do it because you're short. You're not gonna do it because you got good teeth. You're not gonna do it because you got yellow teeth. You're not. You're not gonna do it because you got hair. You're not gonna do it because you're bald. You're not gonna do it because you got pretty feet. You're not gonna do it because your feet are toe up. You're not gonna do it by might or by power. He says all the things you think that are gonna be the reasons you succeed. They will help, but they won't be the reason. I don't want you to be so spiritual that you're no earthly good. But watch me, you do need might and power, but that's not why you're going to succeed. It's good you've got skill, but that's not why you're going to succeed. He says, you won't succeed by might or power, but read what's underlined. But by my spirit, says the Lord of armies, which means my secret to success is that I'm spiritual. My secret to success is that I'm spirit-filled. My secret to success is that while you depend on knowledge, I depend on the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says he knows everything about everything. Say so I'll succeed because I'm spiritual. I taught you this on Sunday. You have help. You haven't been fully using. And we looked at John 14 and 26, which says this, but the helper say, I have help. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. Why? He knows everything about everything. He has the ability to give you a strategy about things that you that you don't even directly think are related to spirituality. He'll give you a strategy to watch me to deal with difficult people. He'll give you a strategy to deal with your spouse. He'll give you a strategy to deal with your children. He'll give you a strategy to deal with your anxiety. He'll give you a strategy to deal with your stress. He'll give you a strategy to break generational curses. He'll give you a strategy to get out of debt. He'll give you a... Do you not know my first book was because the Holy Ghost downloaded a strategy so that when I was in a valley, I said, if you teach me how to get out of this valley, I will teach other people how to get out of the valley. What you read in the book, Making Money Moves, The Art of Getting Your Finances in Order, that was a strategy that got downloaded. I didn't read that in a book. I didn't Google that. I didn't YouTube that. The Holy Ghost gave it to me, and then watched it work I need you to elbow somebody say he'll teach you he'll teach you he will teach you all things watch me and he will bring to remembrance all the things that I said to you so he's gonna teach you new but watch me he will also remind you of what he's already taught you I've said this to you often but it's so true the number one reason That planes crash are not because of mechanical failure, are not because of weather, are not because of microbursts that occur in the atmosphere. It is because pilots forget their training when they're under pressure. In other words, all of their training, all of their simulation, they forget it all when they're actually in it. And I pray that, watch me, any test you face between now and the end of this year, that you would not forget your training. How do I know this prayer is going to be answered? Because you're going to stay full of the Spirit. And because you stay full of the Spirit, He's going to remind you. So right when you were about to make a bad move, He's going to say, "Uh uh-uh, back up. Right when you were getting ready to make a bad decision, He's going to bring it to your remembrance. Say, I'm spiritual. Say it like an army Wednesday. Say, I'm spiritual. So that word helper in Greek, the language of our New Testament, it is the word intercessor. Here are the definitions. It means he's our intercessor. He goes to God on our behalf. To intercede is to bridge the gap. It's to be a go-between. Come here and come here. Let me show you what an intercessor does. All right? So let's say you're trying to get a message to her. Watch what an intercessor does. All right? All right? So, so give me the message. Say, say say you're going to be out of debt. I'm going to be out of debt. All right, but you can tell in her, though. But that's good that you said, so you're going to be out of debt. No, but see, but see watch me. As an intercessor, you don't know how to get to her, you don't know what to say to her. So matter of fact, turn around and look that way. See, as an intercessor, what you're doing is you're trying to get access to something that, that watch me, that doesn't even know what it is that you're trying to get access to. See, what an intercessor does is, is the gap in between man and God for somebody that can't go to God on their own. So why would we need an intercessor? Put it up. Why would we need an intercessor? We need an intercessor because sometimes even though we have access, we don't know what to say. Even though we have access, let me, let me prove it to you. Some of your prayers are boring. Okay, let me teach Wednesday. You pray the same old time, Lord, just thank you for life, help, and so I'm going to need your prayers to get a little fire up under them. The Bible says that the effective fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Fervent means my prayers are hot. I need you to open up your mouth and say my prayers are on fire. Sometimes you don't know what to say. Watch me, I showed you yesterday in the preview of the message that I do on Tuesdays on Instagram. I showed you yesterday that in 1 Samuel that David was dealing with the battle. They had come and they had attacked Ziklag and the Bible says that all of the men, watch me, David was greatly distressed that the men spoke of stoning him because their souls were bitter. And watch me, so so, so now David is in this situation where he asked the Lord, he said, Lord, should I pursue? Now, what did they take from Ziklag? They took their wives and their children. Here's my question. David, why would you even need to pray about going to get your family? You are the leader, David. Watch me. There's such a thing when the strong get tired of being strong. I wish I had some... Is there anybody in this building or anybody online where you can testify that even though you're strong, every now and then, even you get sick and tired of being strong. You're strong for everybody, strong for your family, strong for your kids, strong for your marriage, strong for yourself. And sometimes you're like, when is somebody going to be strong for me? That's why you got the Holy Ghost, boo. Because the Holy Ghost will be the strength that you need when you can't get it from anywhere else. Matter of fact, I tell you that. Fist bump somebody and say, I'm glad I got the Holy Ghost. Say, he is the source of my strength. He is the strength of my life. So. It would have made sense. Watch me. That's a unique prayer for David to pray. But the Bible says he goes to the man of God and he gets his ephod. And when he goes to the man of God and he gets his ephod, he prays this prayer. Now, pay attention. Um, most people, David, he says, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I pursue this band? And will I recover all? Uh, and, and, will, and will I succeed? In other words, here's what David's saying. Lord, I don't want to take another loss. I can't take any more defeat. <laughs> And you have to be careful, especially as you begin to uh, uh, mature in years, that you do not grow immature in fight. Because what can happen is, watch me, you can begin to say, well, you know what? I just, I, I don't want, I don't want I, I just want peace and quiet. But, but watch me, you weren't called to peace and quiet. I'm coming for you tonight. He said he'll give you peace that surpasses all understanding. That doesn't mean that what's going on around you is always going to be peaceful and quiet. Matter of fact, Jesus said, I came to stir some stuff up. He said, I came to bring a fire on the earth and I will that it was already burning. What happens is sometimes we don't know what to pray. So, so we need an intercessor because sometimes we don't know what to say. So, so David may have said, well, Father, watch me. I just thank you that it's evidently your will for me not to have these folk. Because if you wanted to stop it, you could have stopped it. See, the reason we need him to be our intercessor is because he will, he will jump in and pray when we don't know what to pray or when we're about to pray the wrong thing. Because it would have been easy for David to say, well, I guess this is the Lord's will. How many of us, we have said, well, since it happened, it must be God's will. And maybe I shouldn't fight this fight. We've all done that. Here's the deal. And sometimes that's the case, and sometimes it's not. That's why you need the Holy Ghost to be your intercessor. Because when you don't know what to say, he'll intercede. So watch me. Sometimes you're like, well, I just, I don't want to fight. And then the Holy, watch me. So so God is like, I'm going to need you to fight. Say it. All right. So here's what the Holy Ghost does, because he's God, but he runs to you. He's the go-between. He intercedes. He enters the session of your suffering. And he'll come over and watch me. You don't even want to see the situation. He's like, look, I know you're tired, but boo, I'm gonna need you to fight. Baby girl, I'm going to need you to fight. Son, I'm going to need you to fight. Daughter, I'm going to need you to fight. Matter of fact, and if you'll just strike a blow, I'll make the fight easy. I just need to see you strike one blow, and I will smite your enemies. Say, he's my intercessor. Thank you all. Look at this next thing that he is. He's your consoler. This means he will lessen your grief. Grief is the process we go through of loss. If you've ever lost anything, ever lost anyone, you go through a process of grief. I encourage you to get the series called Grief Recovery so that you can walk through the processes of grief. Here's what I've discovered. Many adults are grieving and do not know it because they're so strong that they've learned to live and bleed simultaneously. You learn to live and bleed, you learn to lead and bleed, and you never ever do the necessary steps of healing. And here's the deal, you don't get to take a break to heal, you have to heal while you're working. Oh God, I I need you to just elbow somebody and say, you don't get a break. Say, you gotta heal and work. Matter of fact, tell him, say, if you'll work, he'll heal you quicker. You want to know why I'm so consistent? Because I need what my consistency brings me. My consistency brings me favor. My consistency brings me healing. My consistency opens. Let's go. All right. Lesson grief. In other words, he says, it's going to hurt, but I'm not going to make it as bad. Right? I'm going to lessen the effects of your grieving process. You're going to go through the process, but the Holy Ghost will lessen it. Then he will lessen your sorrow or your disappointment. Say he'll lessen, he'll lessen. my disappointment. He'll lessen. Next, he's your advocate. This means he speaks in favor of. To who? To other people. To who? To you. Sometimes you need somebody to fight for you to you. I rebuke you giving up on yourself. I rebuke you laying down and just taking whatever life throws at you. Let's go. You were born to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. So so he'll speak in favor of you to you. He'll support you by argument. He says, I will contend with you. This is sometimes why you can't sleep because the Holy Ghost wants to contend. (laughs) And you're like, oh my God, I just want to go to sleep. And he's like, but listen, I need you to get up because we need to contend about this because you are not handling this the way I need you to handle this. So we're going to contend. So you're not going to sleep. Watch me. And here's the deal. Your body will be tired, but your spirit will be wide awake. Who am I talking to in this building and online? Your body will be exhausted, but your spirit will be wide awake. Why? Because God says, I need to argue. I need to contend with you for a moment. And then look at this lastly. He says, I will recommend you publicly. Pay attention. He says, I will recommend you publicly. In other words, God says, I will be your endorsement. And this is what we saw when the Bible says that the Holy Spirit defended in the form, uh, descended in the form of a dove. And the Lord says, this is my beloved son and whom I am well pleased. He publicly recommended God. Here, here's, why, here's why it's so important you stay filled with the Spirit. Say, I must stay filled. I must stay filled. Because God says, when I see that you stay filled, I'll make sure that your calendar stays filled. I came to tell somebody you're about to go from overlooked to overbooked. I came to tell somebody you're about to get calls from random places. Doors are open, there's the doors are opening. He's about to recommend you. This is better than Yelp. This is better than Google. This is better than some recommendation site. Say your first and last name. I said, say your first and last name. Say, my name is being brought up in rooms I'm not in that are about to favor me. That's what he does. So here's what he does. How does he recommend me publicly? Bishop, what does that mean? How does he recommend me publicly? So while you're in church on a Wednesday night, giving God glory, while you're on a digital campus, giving God glory, he'll run over to somebody. Watch me. Stand up here. Watch me. He'll run over to somebody. And, 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 and while they're sitting at home watch me, don't even need to know the Lord you keep thinking God can only use Christians to get you blessed he loves it better when he can use the world because the hand of the king is in his hand he loves it better when he can take somebody that says I ain't never going to do nothing for them and he'll say are oh, you not? are oh, you not? let me turn that for those of you that believe God's about to turn somebody's heart towards you, I need you to just hop up on your feet, turn around what time? He's about to turn somebody's heart to favor you. Say, turn over here. Grab a seat. Watch this. Watch this. So while you're in church tonight, here's what the Holy Ghost will do. Here's what the Holy Ghost will do. Here's what the Holy Ghost will do. Get you, pretend like this is your phone. It's an Android. Come on, step into the light so they can see it, Caroline. It's an Android. You got your Android phone. Now you got to flip it around so you don't even know what side you're supposed to use on an Android. That's the problem. All right, All right watch. Y'all know number love. All right, number love. Number love. <laughs> Pay attention. So, so, so here's what happens. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. All right, now, now, now turn it, now, now swipe up like you do doing your social media. Here's what the Holy Ghost will do He'll jump in the algorithm, put your face in front of Him. Put your name in front of him. Don't so-and-so work for me? See, while you at church tonight, this is why your faithfulness matters. Because while you're putting him first, he's about to make somebody put you first on the list. You can sit there and look at me like that if you want to, or you can believe what your Bible says about your God. Say, he's bringing my name up. Say he'll recommend you. So then when you go in, I'm prophesying what's going to happen to somebody tomorrow. So then when you go in, you're going to get called to a meeting. And when you get called to a meeting, you're going to be thinking, oh, God, what, what is this? But, but, but watch me. Hey, listen, uh, we got this new thing. And when we we're thinking of people to do it, your name just popped in my head. You want to know how my name popped in your head, partner? My name popped in your head because the Holy Ghost recommended me. I need you to help on somebody say the Holy Ghost is recommending me. All right, let's go. He's your comforter, which means he will soothe you and he will reassure you. What does this mean? Sometimes, and I said this is eleven fifteen. Sometimes you just do the most. Sometimes, sometimes you just do too much. You're just too. You're too. You're too much extra. You're just running and ripping and talking and hollering and screaming and crying. and It's just too much. I mean, you've been on the phone for two minutes and have said 17,482 words. So what the Holy Ghost will do, he's your comforter. He's, he'll soothe you. And, and here's, here's, here's what soothing means. Sometimes to soothe you, he'll just, he'll, he'll just I gave you that, uh, uh, that example from a Medea movie. Sometimes he'll just say, hey, shh. and he'll do it externally or internally. See, all of this is external, internal. See, you're filled with the spirit, but notice some of this involves external things. So sometimes, watch me, to soothe you, he'll send somebody that'll say, hey, hey. Take all that back out there, fix your face, and come back in here the right way. I need you to learn how to thank God for people the Holy Ghost sends to soothe you. Because what does soothe mean? Something's irritated and it needs to be soothed. Say, soothe me, Lord. Then, watch me, he'll reassure you. What, what is reassuring? To reassure you means um, that he'll give you that encouragement you need right when you need it. And he'll do that internal, external. See, sometimes it'll be an internal thing where he'll, the word will begin to bubble back up to you. He'll be like, And all of a sudden, all of these messages will come back up and you'll remember stuff like rule, reign, conquer, subdue, and, and I'm the head and not the tail, and I'm above and not beneath, and I'm a gladiator and I'm a warrior. And, I'm the, and, I, and, you'll, and he'll do that. And then sometimes he'll send somebody to, to reassure you because they'll text you right at the right moment with exactly what you needed to see. You'll be listening to a message and exactly what you needed to hear will be exactly what gets sent to you. And you'll be like, God, I was just talking about that. You want to know why it's so precise? Because the Holy Ghost knew exactly what needed to be said. This isn't magic. Somebody say, it's the Holy Ghost. Then watch me. He will bring you cheer. In other words, I love this. Say he brings cheer. This excited me on Sunday, um, on Sunday night when I was looking at this because. Um he brings it. Let me see. Let me see. He 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 says, I'm I'm am I'm a, come here. I'm I'm a, I'm a bring you cheer. Uh-uh, you missed it. You missed it. I'm not just gonna get in your ear and, and just hey, hi, how you doing? You feeling good? Uh-uh. He he says, Listen, when the Holy Ghost, when you stay full of the Spirit, say I must stay full. Then watch me, right when you're sitting there having a pity party, he's going to say, but aren't you out of debt, though? Right right when you're sitting there saying, my life sucks, he's going to say, but didn't you survive coronavirus and 700,000 others died? Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I can't stand these kids. But, but watch me, but aren't they making progress? Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Somebody say, he's bringing me cheer. He'll bring you something that's going to cheer you up. Because sometimes, let's just be honest, we all have pity parties. How many people, my hand is up first, in the last, you don't even know what I'm going to say, but trust me, everybody's hand going to go up. How many people, in the last 30 days, you've had a pity party? She said today, come on. How many of y'all today, wave at me if you had one today, come on. So watch what the Holy Ghost did. He said, go to church. Let me bring you some cheer. And notice what the cheer is. It's the oil. God says, let me put some oil upon you. Let me give you the anointing. Let me give you some grace. Let me give you my super to your natural. Help somebody say, you look oily tonight. So look, so look. See, now, now look, look, look. I taught you this on Sunday he affirms you Luke 3.22 talking about the Holy Spirit this is not God junior this is God God is 1 times 1 times 1 equaling 1 not 1 plus 1 plus 1 equaling 3 this is important because you need to know it's the same God that lives in you this isn't some junior lesser this isn't the B team this is God say he and he lives in me can you say that like 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 you want to tick the enemy off forever messing with you say and he lives in me let's go and the holy spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove and a voice came from heaven saying you are my beloved son with you I am well pleased and I taught you this on Sunday he reminds him number 1 that you're mine see so so what the holy spirit will do as he affirms you first thing is you need to know he'll say you are mine He says, listen, the enemy may have had you once, but I got you all the time. He says, so while you out there trying to wild out, I need you to remember you better come home. I'm so glad that even when you were wilding, watch me, he sat up in the living room. Come on, y'all, come on. He sat up in the living room late at night when you were wild and at, out doing crazy stuff. Talking about, and you still mind. Some of y'all ain't getting what I'm saying. In other words, he says, I don't care how crazy you acted, how far you got out there. You are still mine." Why? He bought you with a price. That price was his life and that price was right 2,000 years ago. He says, you are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. So, number one, he tells him you're mine. Number two, he says, you're my son. He doesn't call him king. He doesn't call him ruler. He doesn't. He says, no, because a son is about identity. When you know who you are, it changes what you do. I didn't tell you, watch me, that you're my servant, which is good, but but, but I told you you're the highest level of maturity, which is sonship, and because a son doesn't just know how to do things. A son knows who he is. Well, uh-huh. uh, and so, watch me. He says, you are my son. He says, I need you not to forget that because you're about to deal with some situations. Situations that are going to make you feel like I hate you. You're going to deal with some situations that are going to make you feel like I'm not with you and I don't care about you. So watch what the Holy Ghost does. He affirms and says, you're mine and you're my son. Mm. In other words, don't let your suffering make you forget you're my son. And no good thing will I withhold from my son, which means if, if I'm withholding it, it ain't good for you right now. If I'm withholding it, it's not good for you right now. You are mine and you are my son. Look at this. And then he says, and with you, I am well pleased. I'm not just pleased, but I'm very pleased. He said, I'm so proud of you. Can I just make an announcement to everybody tonight, especially those of you who felt like you have failed God over and over and over again? Can I tell you, you did fail. You need to own that. But can I tell you what's great about God? As God says, even though you fail, he's still pleased with your bounce back. Just the voices. If you're grateful that he's pleased with how you bounce back, I need to hear the sound of somebody that appreciates in this building and online. You failed, but you bounced back. Took an L but you bounced back. Backslid, but you bounced back. Went crazy for a while, but you bounced back. Acted wild, but you bounced back. Open your mouth, say I bounce back. Fist bump somebody say and you bounce back. Say, and he's pleased with you. For a moment, you would like to commercial help. I've fallen. And you couldn't get up. But watch me. But you kept persisting. You kept pushing. You kept going. I need to tell some of y'all tonight. God says, I'm so pleased with how you fought your way out of that. I'm so pleased with how you fought your way out of depression. I'm so pleased with how you fought your way out of a bad marriage. I'm so pleased with how you fought your way out of disappointment. I'm so pleased with how you fought your way out of betrayal. I'm so pleased with how you fought your way out of a valley. He says, You are mine, you're my son, and I'm pleased with you. And when I'm pleased with you and I, the Lord would say to us, is is not that you didn't make mistakes, because you did. Not because you didn't fail. Because, say I did. I did. Can you own that? Let's just can we just own that? Let's just own that. Like we've done some stuff that even when we look at it, we were like, baby pie. <laughs> you ever looked at stuff you did and got mad at yourself? Occasionally, I will pay Anita Baker's song, I Apologize. Watch me, not for somebody else, but to myself. I apologize for tolerating some stuff. I say, serenade me, Anita. Because I know I was wrong for putting up with that so long. Me. All right, then I told you this one Sunday. He convicts you. He doesn't condemn you. See, if you feel condemned, that's demonic. What's the difference between conviction and condemnation? Condemnation says you're so bad, you ain't nothing. Your mama wasn't nothing. Your daddy ain't nothing. Y'all's corn oil ain't nothing. Your flour ain't good. See, that's condemnation. Condemnation says you're nothing. Condemnation says you're worthless. Condemnation says he shouldn't have died for you. Condemnation says you screw everything up. Condemnation says you're gonna be just like every horrible person in your bloodline. That's not what the Holy Ghost does. He convicts, pay attention. And what is conviction? John 16 and eight, when he comes, he will convict. I talked to this on Sunday. That means he will convince you. Sometimes you need to be convinced about certain things. And sometimes to convince, you need to have repeated conversations. And until you believe what he's trying to convince you of, watch me, he'll repeat it. This is why some of you are like, why am I going through this again? He was like, you're not convinced yet. And until you're convinced, go on back around and do it again. Um, I like amusement parks. Um, I like amusement parks a lot. I particularly, anybody like roller coasters? Wave at me, like roller coasters? I, for those of you who are familiar with Six Flags, or whatever, Elitch is in, um, in, in Denver, what's your favorite roller coaster? Mind eraser, boomerang, batarang, half pipe, twister, no, not the tw. not this. I said, if y'all don't tear that down, I a loop, loop-de-loo. I said, you wanna ride that? No, I don't wanna ride that, I'm not for. <laughs> oh, the wooden wooden, okay, now, now that wooden wooden, when you go through that dark hall, listen, that little dark thing, all right, so listen, so listen, um, I remember as a kid, <clears throat> I remember as a kid going to music parks, I I would, um, I liked, I would be so, you know, just, you know, kids, you just, you know, you hear people hollering and screaming and all that, and you know, and the line was 22 hours, so it was torture. So you stood in line just watching, and then they let one of them Final Destination movies out where they had, <laughs> I said, mm, Lord is trying to tell us something about these roller coasters. So I remember as a kid, I remember as a kid, we waited waiting on the line, do the roller coaster, and then get right back in the same line and get on the same ride and miss what else was there. Watch me. Be- because that experience was so exhilarating that we would repeat it, but not, watch me. But in repeating that, we didn't pay attention to what we missed. Bishop, what are you trying to tell me? Sometimes what, what happens in your life is that you get stuck on the same ride because you're afraid to try something new. I need you to open up your mouth and lift up your hand and say, I'm not afraid of new. So sometimes he has to convince you, then rebuke you. What does this mean? He will literally, He will literally check you. Now, again, this isn't a voice, watch me, because you're full of the Holy Spirit. So this is not a voice, this is a check, so it will come up in your mind. I taught you earlier in the series that the Holy Spirit is the mind of God. So when you're full of the Spirit, you're full of his mind, which means he deals with your mind because that's what it is. So you're synced with his mind, so your thoughts become his thoughts. So he doesn't need you to hear a third-party voice, he'll just get in your head and deal with you. Are you listening to me? Right. So, so watch me. So he'll check you. So be like, hey, 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 hey. Stop all that. And you will do a whole thing, and then you'll go back to somebody and apologize and say, you know what, I apologize because all of that was extra. I didn't need to do that. I was feeling some type of way. He will rebuke you. You'll talk a certain way to somebody, and, and he will rebuke you, and you'll go back and say, you know what? I couldn't even sleep uh, based on how that went down the other day. I'm going to tell you why you couldn't. The Holy Ghost won't let you do me wrong and, and let you sleep. <laughs> Elbow somebody and say the Holy Ghost. All right. All right, watch me. He'll confute you. This means he'll censure you. Sometimes he'll just shut you up. What does that feel like? you you ready. You're locked and loaded. You're like, wait until I get in there. Shalom, hey, good morning. (laughs) And you don't say anything. And you'll, you'll kind of feel a little weak. You're like, why didn't I say something? See, married couples, the Holy Ghost will often do this because what you want to fight about has no win. You want to fight to be right but not to make an impact. Sometimes you can't do both. Now, nah, they're going to learn. When I said put the Frosted Flakes on the third level, that's what I meant. Man, move the Frosted Flakes. Just Stop. Stop. Just, you're doing too do much. you don't do doing too much. <laughs> He'll censor you. He will. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. Here's how you know you're maturing spiritually. When you speak less. If you're a motor mouth, praise God, we're going to keep growing you. All right. But when you but watch me. But when you're growing spiritually and you're full of the Holy Spirit, you, you just don't have to say every, everything. Matter of fact, you'll be sit, you can be sitting amongst a group of people and listen to them and know that all of them are totally wrong, yeah. and realize there's no need in me jumping in here because they ain't gonna hear what I'm saying no house. So. Okay, is the meeting over? All right, praise the Lord. He'll censor you. Uh, That that means he expresses disapproval for, but the concept of censorship was that it would be silenced. Mm. Then he'll admonish you. That means he'll warn you. Sometimes you'll be trying to do something and the Holy Spirit will warn you. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Don't call him. You already know what's about to go down. Don't call her. She ain't changed. It's quiet in this building tonight. Now, he'll warn you. Say, he warns me. Then he'll tell you your faults. Now, this is, this is spiritual maturity. See, this is why you stay full of spirit. Because if you're a blamer, then that means you're probably still spiritually immature. Because when you begin, when you're full of the spirit and you're spiritually mature, well, what you will begin to do is you will begin to deal with your own faults. You'll deal with yourself. So when people are saying what'd they do? Well, you know, they did this, but I did this. Right. Say, Lord, tell me my faults. All right, now pay attention to this. Um, there are three spiritual experiences. You know what? The first experience is the decision to become a Christian at salvation or being born again or sealed by the Holy Spirit. Second experience is the baptism of the Holy Spirit where your spirit filled. And remember, this is a lifestyle, not an event. Third experience is a refill. And how often do you need a refill? Oh, every day and sometimes several times a day. Why do I need a refill? Because life drains you. Think of it like water. Life drains you. This water is not full anymore. And you know what happens when you begin to drink hot air? Watch me. You begin to be parched. You got it? And so many times as we're navigating, going through life, you get drained. Being a mother will drain you. Being a father will drain you. Being a leader will drain you. Watch me. Dealing with people will drain you. Watch this. Forgiving people will drain you. Because you'll see them do for another what they wouldn't do for you. And sometimes you can just feel a little slighted. I wish there was some honest people in here tonight. All right. So, so here's what I want to teach you tonight. He prays through you. Oh, my God. Say praying in the spirit. Jude 1 and 20. We're almost there. 1 and 20. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on this is amplified the foundation of your most holy faith continually progress and rise like an edifice higher and higher pray in the holy spirit i want to break this verse down can i break it down he says build yourself up like you're an edifice going higher and higher god wants you to come as you are but he does not want you to stay as you are he wants you to Build and grow. Watch me. Yourself. Pay attention. This is bigger than cash, cars, and clothes. This is about the content of the temple. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So he says, he says, I want you to build yourself up. Rise like an edifice. Go higher and higher. I want you to lift your hands as high as you see yourself going through the end of this year. Lift them. Say, I'm going higher and higher. Say, in every area of my life in Jesus name put a praise on that for 3 seconds go 3 come on Facebook, come on YouTube 2, come on 1 say I'm not staying at this level say but I'm going higher look at somebody say you're going higher prophesy say everybody connected to harvest is going higher so watch me Watch, look at how he says how you do it. Look at the end of the verse. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Oh, wow. She says, so let me give you a secret to grow, think, growing fast. Let me give you some miracle growth. Let me give you a secret to how to grow quickly. Let me give you a secret to how to conquer some things quickly. Let me give you a secret to how to get from where you are to where you want to be quickly. Um, Let's just consider this. Let's just consider this, and then we're going to get into this, uh, and then we're going to see the demonstration of this. Um, Let's just consider this. If you were to go to a foreign country and you did not speak their language, things are probably going to move slow. I mean, could you imagine, I mean, like going to a totally foreign country and you have no concept of the language? Like, you're going to, let's use a rarely used, what's a rarely used foreign language? You know, Portuguese. Oh, Arabic, there we go, listen. All right, here we go, all right? So you went to Dubai. (laughs) And that, what they call the Burj Khalifa, that big old building, and you go to Dubai. You get to Dubai. That's not a great example, though, because they speak a lot of English in Dubai. Let's, let's go to Portuguese. So, so you go to Portugal. Well, we're going to go to Portuguese. We're going to go to Portugal. All right, you ready? Now, listen, this is great, because I don't know any Portuguese. So this, this is amazing. Not even the Portuguese. That's what I know. But they're about to text me a whole sentence. All right. So, listen, so imagine you're in Portugal, you get to Portugal, and you don't know anything, and, and you're, you're, you know, you're just American. <laughs> you're American, <laughs> okay? And you go to Portugal, and you get off the plane, and you, you know, you kind of can feel your way to baggage claim, because you could just kind of, you know, herd mentality, you see people going this way, picture of a bag, I think I'm supposed to go to, Okay, you can probably even get to ground, transpor- ground transportation because you know, see a car Uber, 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 lift, <laughs> lift him up, lift him up. All right, you ready? And then you <coughs> look, a- and then and then you try to get into the car, and, you know, and and and, and <laughs> it's about to get difficult. All right, now you put in your little destination where you going. And, you know, you get in the car? See, I don't know no Portuguese. You'll get it in a minute. If I don't know the language of my next. If I don't know the language of where I'm headed. See, some of you, it's not a foreign language, but it's the language of executives. It's the language of another income bracket. It's the language of curse-free people. It's the, I need you to open up your mouth and say, Holy Ghost, pray through me. You'll catch it. Let me build it. Let me build it. Let me build it. We're almost there. Let me build it. Let me build it. We're almost there. And so, you know, like, you know, you kind of head gesturing and drive. Vroom, 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 vroom. Okay? And so let's just say they figure it out because, you know, the app tells them where to go. That's how that works, right? The app tells them where to go, okay? But the app tells them where to go. All right? And so you get to where you are. And let's just say he turned around and put his hand down. <laughs> <I> appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. God bless you. Um, He's like, no, uh, uh, you pay. No, I need you to get this. You pay. Like, n- n- no, Uber. Uber paid you. I don't owe you nothing. And you're, you're using your hands to try to s- explain it because you don't have the words for it. You're about to catch it. Am I painting the picture? So now you have a disagreement, because he wants some money, because it's customary in Portugal to give a tip in addition to what's on the app. So now because you don't know the language, you also don't know the custom. So you'll be escorted out of rooms that you didn't honor the customs of those rooms. No, ain't I'm just trying to paint a picture tonight. So, so, so pay attention. So, 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 so now you got this going on with him. Let's say you get that saw. Then you get into the hotel. And again, let's just presume that this is not a, a traveler-friendly hotel. This is not a, 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 you know, a worldwide-branded hotel where they will likely speak English. Um, no. This is Portuguese Central Hotel. <laughs> just go with me. Just go with me. You was trying to save a few dollars. Listen. Don't do that overseas. (laughs) We'll never see you again. (laughs) We say, Lord, where are they, Lord? Show them. So I me. you walk in and you know, you know, check in. I've reserved a spot here. No, you, you, you're gonna get it. Y'all make a fun of my hands. I'm gonna sleep here tonight. Matter of fact, I booked four nights and breakfast. One price. (laughs) Now I just need you to pay attention. Because, Because now you don't know their language, you don't know their customs. And now even though you have reserved something and there's a space that's been prepared for you, it's taking you too long to access it because you don't know the language of where you're at. So pay attention. What the Holy Ghost will do is he will become the language for you. Let me teach you. Did I paint a picture? All right, did I paint the picture? Okay, n- now let me teach it to you. So number one, there's four ways, four types of praying in the Spirit. Number one, other languages. This is literally other languages. In Acts chapter 2, verse 4, if you grew up in old school church, this is when they would start hollering about tongues, and they would go up in tongues. All right, let me just teach you Bible, okay? Acts 2, 4, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Right here, they're literally speaking in other languages. If you read the rest of the chapter... People who had never gone to certain countries were able to speak the language of that country. Now, we don't see this manifesta- manifestation of the Holy Spirit as often today because we live in a globalized world. But in that time, they did not. So it was impossible for you to speak and deal with and interact with people if you didn't know their language. So what was the quickest way when they were all gathered on the day of Pentecost for the feast in Jerusalem? What was the quickest way to be able to get them to be able to hear the gospel is rather than me put you through school, I will speak it through you. Let me tell you what we do see today. You've not studied certain topics, but he'll give you the tongues of that topic so that when you speak about it, you sound like an expert. You'll walk into the boardroom and start saying stuff. You'll look at yourself and say, what in the world? Let me prove this to you. somebody called you for encouragement and you were like I don't even know what I'm going to say and then he gave you another tongue then all of a sudden you start saying stuff and you're like dog that was good where'd that come from the Holy Ghost you didn't come up with that he gave you what to say You were on the phone with somebody and you needed to make a quick decision. And he stepped in and gave you the tongue that you needed to speak in that moment because you would have said, well, fine, I'll take that deal. But instead, you started negotiating, even though you didn't know you were a negotiator because he gave you another tongue. Here's the second way that he prays for you. Interpreted unknown tongues. These are called prophetic tongues. What does this mean? Um, and I'll explain it in an unknown tongue in a moment. That's what we talk about when we talk about the prayer language. That's why sometimes you'll hear me pray, and you're like, what is Bishop saying? And, and because I'm a shepherd, I'm mindful that some people have never, ever heard that. So if you grew up in church, you will be like, come on, Bishop, let's just all go up. But you have to, be, you have to remember that we're fishing. And whenever you're fishing, you have to make sure that fish understand what's happening. My job as a shepherd is to chop it up and feed it to the people so that the people are able to eat, not put a big old piece of steak on the thing and say, come on. I mean, no. All right, so, so, so this is why, you, if you pay attention to my patterns, typically at the 9 a.m. or the 9.15 experience, typically we, I keep it very English. <laughs> Very, we doing what we doing on no, no. that. that okay. And on Wednesdays, what, what? Wednesdays we'll go all the way up. I'll come out the gate in no, unknown no, time. No. Why? Be, be, because I'm I'm mindful and cognizant of the audience in which I'm speaking to. So look at this. 1 Corinthians 14.5, to the one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues unless someone interprets so that the church may be built up. So if someone's speaking in an unknown tongue, a heavenly tongue, a prayer language, and someone's interpreting that, that's called a prophetic tongue. Now, interpretation is not translation. So it's not like every unknown tongue has a corresponding English word. Okay, so I'm just going to do I'm going to use kind of a funny way to illustrate the principle so that you get it. Okay. All right, it's a funny way. Help us, somebody say it's a funny way. Okay, because I don't want you using this as a tongue after church. Talk about I speak in tongues now, Mitsubishi, Subaru, Honda, Hyundai. No, those are cars. All right, <laughs> All right you ready? So here we go. So, so, so if the unknown tongue is Mitsubishi, okay, you're just teaching it in a funny way, okay? Translation would say that there is a corresponding word for, ex- for every English word. So if I said Mitsubishi Subaru Honda, there's a corresponding English word. You know, you, you got it? Truck, <laughs> car, sports car. <laughs> you Got it? Interpretation is very different. Interpretation is where the spirit says Mitsubishi Subaru Honda. But watch me, the interpretation may be and the rest of this year. will be greater than the first half of this year. You got me? All right, all right, so that's the prophetic tongue. All right, let's move to the next. Let's go. Let's move to the next. All right, three, this, the last two are the ones I want to focus in on for tonight. You're about to see the demonstration of this tonight. Say, so I'm about to see this tonight. Here's number three. I like this. God is so amazing that he recognizes that sometimes even when you need to pray in the Holy Ghost, you don't want to pray. You've been so mad, so frustrated, so angry, so hurt, so disappointed. You were like, I know I need to pray. And you stop right there. Come on, y'all wave at me. Come on, do the hand wave emoji online. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. And We're almost done. So pay attention. When you stay filled with the Spirit, look what happens in Romans 8.26. This is so good. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness so he's like i anticipate you having some days that aren't as good as the other ones and in those days that you have that aren't as good as the other ones watch me i will help you in your weakness for we do not know what to pray for as we ought but the spirit himself somebody say god's gonna do it He intercedes for us. What does he do? He goes to God on our behalf. Watch me. With a groaning that's too deep for words. Shut your mouth. What does this mean? That word groaning means when I exhale from great pressure or stress. He's so amazing that even when you're like, he took that. I'll talk over here because y'all playing with me. That even when you're stressed out and frustrated and angry and all you got is a whoo, he'll take your whoo and he'll turn it into prayer so that by the time it gets to God, he is now interceded for you, which means even when you're stressed, he's still going to speak through you. I just need somebody in this building and somebody online that's ever just had to to just say, thank you for praying for me. Come on, Wednesday. You didn't even know that when you were groaning, he was praying. When you were stressed out, he was praying. When you were worried, he was praying. When you were frustrated, he was praying. Somebody say he's praying for me. (laughs) Look, he says, this, this is too deep for words. Because if we had to put words on this, though this is too deep. This is too deep. It, it, this is deep. Like you don't know, you don't know to pray to Lord, get them or Lord make them act right. <laughs> Somebody said either will do. That. No, no, no. He'll 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 pray for you when you groan. Now you understand. If you grew up in the South and you had a big mom or you had a granddad, or something like that, and they would just be, <sighs> and watch me. And some of them they didn't stay there. Watch me. They made a whole grown song. Lord Jesus, help me with these kids. Lord Jesus, if you don't help me with these kids, I promise. I swear for God, Lord Jesus. They just be walking around the house. Mm-hmm. They be making biscuits and gravy. And while you were like, what is he singing? She was praying. While you were like, what is he talking about? He was praying. And that's why they got results. Because sometimes I don't have words, but I can. mm, Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Sometimes I don't have words, but I can. This is good to me. Here's the last one. We got to go. Here's the last one. (laughs) That's good. Because sometimes you'll just holler. And while you think all you did was holler, he turned that into prayer. I just need to check this room. Is there anybody where you got to holler? I just got to get my frustration out. I just got to get my anger out. Woo! I just got to get my disappointment out i just gotta holler i need you to holler right there and he's praying for you 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 you. say he's praying for me so the next time somebody says you're too loud you need to say, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, uh uh. Uh-uh. I'm praying right now. Somebody says, Why you shout so much? I'm praying right now. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Why you always saying, I'm praying right now. And I'm praying so I don't lose my mind. If I don't holler, I might lose it. If I don't holler, I might give up. If I don't holler, I might throw in the towel. So I'm hollering today, so I can fight tomorrow. I'm hollering today, so I can win tomorrow. I need you to holler right there. You can call me crazy, he calls it prayer. You can say I'm too emotional, he calls it prayer. That's why you haven't lost your mind. That's why you're still fighting. That's why you haven't given up. That's why the second half is going to be way better than nothing. Do you have one more Wednesday? One, two, three. Let's go, let's go, let's go, number four, we gotta go, let's go, we gotta go, we gotta go. Let's go, watch me, hold on, hold on, that's why, that's why in the scripture, that's why in the scripture the bible says there's all this sound going on, there's all this noise going on in heaven, why, because, because it's not just noise, it's prayer that's why they play while I'm preaching it's not just noise it's prayer that's why you get breakthroughs so fast that's why you get miracles so fast that's why God's blessing the people of harvest we know how to he's turning it into prayer Let's go. We got to go. We got to go. Number four. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. If somebody criticizes, you holler too much. Say, listen, my holler is why I got my house. My holler is why my family got saved. My holler is how I got out of debt. My holler is how I kept my mind. My holler is how I got out of depression. You call it hollering, he calls it prayer. You call it shouting, he calls it prayer. You call it emotionalism, he calls it prayer. Can I, let me help you, watch me, watch me. Why do football teams, let's go. I may not get to four. Why do football teams, listen, I remember that year I played. And come, here. And come here, come here, come here, come here, and We all in there, padded up. Watch me, because the objective is we got to win. So you would think, watch me, we need to hear plays. We need to be, stand right there. We need to hear plays. We need to be focused. You know, we need to, you know, zone in. They didn't do that. If, if you've ever seen a football team get ready, they hollering. They making noise. Oh, I mean, just making no, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me. In the stands, they tell their fans, make noise. And when they want them to go to defense, they say, Defense! Defense! defense, 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 defense. Listen, only we would turn it into church. Defense. <laughs> Listen, pay attention, here we go, we gotta go. Pay attention, watch me. Watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me. They all geeked up, making noise, hollering, screaming to go fight for 60 minutes because the objective is to win. They got fans in the stands that are circling them, watching them, that are making noise so that they win. Why is it only when you come to church and when it comes to God, you wouldn't even use that in the world? Can I tell you why they have them make noise? They don't even know this, but while they're making noise and hollering and shouting, what they're really doing is declaring the victory in advance. I got to get to number four, but I wish you acted like you're about to win the Super Bowl of your life. I wish you acted Like you're about to win the biggest game of your life. And not just you, but everybody on your road. Not just you, but everybody in your crew. Not look at the people around you, say, I prophesy victory to you. Say, and I don't know exactly what to pray for you. But I just learned that my groan, that my noise will be turned into prayer because I'm full of the Holy Ghost. So I don't know what to pray, but I can make noise and he'll turn it into prayer. Come on Facebook, come on YouTube. Come on, Harvest Channel. I don't know what to pray for you, but I can groan for you, but I can shout for you, but I can make noise for you. And when I make noise, he turns it into prayer. Let's go. Number four. I got to go. So now do you understand why I always say worship, do this, do that, say this, say that? Because you don't even know that what you're doing is praying. They pray at football games. They pray at basketball games. They pray at baseball games. But you're about to change the game. You're sitting next to a history maker a line crosser, a boundary breaker, a curse breaker. Let's go. I got to go. Number four, unknown tongues. 1 Corinthians 12 and 10. To another, various kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. This is the prayer language that you hear people speaking. And you're like, what are they saying? They don't know. It is when God in you speaks to God in the heavens, He talks to Himself. It's like a, y'all remember Next Tail Two Way? Doo-doo. I remember, I remember, I always wanted a Nextel phone. And when I got one, I was so underwhelmed. Right. Who remembers them? Like, I, I was like, oh my God, people did the little two-way. like, oh, when I get me a Nextel. And I got a Nextel phone. I said, this is horrible. Why not just call them? Because they got to have a Nextel, too. I said, this is just, why would you do this? I, and I, I said, no, the walkie-talkie feature, but l- I just walk and talk to you at the same time on the phone. <laughs> Y'all y- remember, Nextel, Nextel for, lo, for, all my, um, for my younger millennials, let me, so Nextel was a phone company <laughs> <coughs> that was acquired by Sprint. And Nextel used to have flip phones, before that they had big phones, but they flip phones and you'd flip the phone. Yeah, yeah. You flip it open, and it open up. No, I just want to teach. It open up, and when it open up, that's when you call it. And we didn't have texting. If you wanted to, I, you couldn't even text, and then when texting came out, to get to see, you had to hit two, three times. And don't mess up your message, because now you spent 45 minutes trying to get a text out. God, oh, I'm so mad at this. I said somebody I remember the, I still to this day remember the first text I got. I said, "What is this?" I said, "It's a text." I said, "Why didn't you just call me?" Well, this is quick." I said, "No, it's not. because to respond to you, I had, it took me 10 minutes to type a response because I wanted to make sure my stuff was capitalized right, my punctuation was right. We didn't have TTYL and OMW and OMG and not ROTFL and we didn't have that. We had to say, I'm laughing, right? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> like that's, we didn't have emoji faces. <laughs> Maybe that's why some of y'all don't communicate well now. I'm just playing. I. Right, right, so, so listen, here it is, a two-way. So the two-way had the walkie-talkie feature. So you would click it, and you'd like, give me a little diddy. Give me a diddy something all right they go all right so then then the person on the other phone get your phone you're gonna pretend here come up here would you come up? oh wow what is that oh my oh lord okay <laughs> i don't know what that was oh no who is summer walker who is this all right listen apple just put it who is she all right can we sing any of our songs in church oh okay oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> he said, okay. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. All right, listen, listen. All right, all right, so you remember D-Deep? All right, then he get it. So then, But you got to D-Deep it back. And here's what I hated about Next because it's a walkie-talkie, you couldn't D-Deep at the same time. And you didn't know when they were D-Deeping. All right, so, all right. Uh, so, uh, Tony, I'm outside. I know, right? I'm on my way, sir. I'm on my way out. Tony, take your hand off the phone. (laughs) (laughs) So play attention. So here's how the Holy Ghost does it. So it's like next tail. All right, here we go. We out. Y'all ready? Wednesday, we out. All right, we are gonna go up. We are gonna go out. You ready? Say, let's go up. up. You'll be going out. So here it is. So so. So the purpose of the Nextel two-way was that you could have a direct conversation with no interference from anybody else. It was a direct connect. When the Holy Spirit prays through you, put up unknown tongues, what he's doing is bypassing your intellect, bypassing your mind, bypassing your fear, bypassing your doubt, bypassing your inconsistencies, Bypassing your idiosyncrasies, bypassing your nuances, bypassing your feeling of insufficiency, he's bypassing your insecurities and he's directly connecting with himself. So the God in you is praying to the God in the heavens and it's a direct connect. And God in you is speaking to God in the heavens. And God in you, it builds the God in you. And the God of the heavens speaks back to you. Say direct connect. That's what praying in unknown tongues is. It's a direct connect. It's a direct connect. And here's the main person we need to bypass. Because he's praying God's perfect will for you. If you read the rest of the verse, uh, but we don't have time for it today. He's praying God's perfect will for you. So you may pray this. You may say, Lord, give me the strength to endure. And, and when he prays, come on, didi. Right, didi. Right. See, if you only do it once, you didn't connect. You were, you were out, of, out, of the, out of your territory. You had to, You are roaming. Who remembers roaming? Wait a minute. Who remembers long distance? I'm just... And you would wait till after nine to call. (laughs) Ain't that a mess? Tell my baby, call me back. This is on my minutes. Who remembers minutes? I only got 600 minutes. I've been on the phone for too long, baby. i call you back. Call me up... For those of you who don't know, you used to have to pay for your minutes on your cell phone bill. And long distance wasn't free until after nine. And so you would have to wait till nighttime to call people. And if you went outside of your your city, they called it roaming. Now, I'm not talking about international travel. I'm talking about if you left Denver and went to Colorado Springs, you were roaming. And they'd raise your phone bill up. Ain't that a mess? The way they tried to get us. I'm going to call somebody about that tomorrow. I think I got mad about it. Listen. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So you may say, you may say, let's go here. You may say, God, I just am going to accept that this is as good as my life is going to get. And Lord, I accept this is it. You may, you may be in a place of accepting what life has served you, O God? <laughs> but with the Holy Ghost, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, watch me. He'll say, "Right now, what we need is a strategy to take these unmixed ingredients." because she thinks all she has is a little flour and a little oil. What she doesn't, open this for me, what she doesn't realize is that these are all the ingredients she needs. These are all the ingredients that he needs. But I need you to do, see, this is the Holy Ghost praying for you. We still on. Did it. If I do it with him. I know, I see, come on. It's two, it's two distinct notes right there. D, D. You ready? Come on, let's go. Go! Oh, y'all know I got to administer through music. Listen, don't play with me. <laughs> I was exercising today. This man said, Hey, Kirk Franklin. I said, I'm taller than Kirk. Okay? I'm taller than Kirk. <laughs> Here we go. Come on, class. You ready? You ready? Go. Here we go. So you may say, Lord, none of my life is working. None of it's working together. None of it's good. I have all these. I went to college for this. I went to school for this. I went through this relationship. I got this with these kids. I did this. I got that. None of this stuff is working together. But the Holy Ghost, when you pray in an unknown tongue, he will say, Lord, we need a strategy. Where you will make all things work together. She doesn't even know that all she needs is oil and a little flour. And when I mix those things together, all things are going to work together. Give me something to stir. All things are going to work together for her good. All things are going to work together for his good. But they don't even realize, this is what he's praying for you. See, watch me, you don't know because all you're saying is but what he's praying is, Lord, work all things together. Take these broken pieces and make these pieces work together. And Lord, I pray that nothing would be wasted, that nothing would be wasted, that you're going to use everything they've been through. Now, Lord, give them the endurance for things to work. Give them the endurance for things to come together. Things are coming together. Lord, give them the endurance to just wait till the end of the year. Because the second half of this year is going to be way better than the first half of this year. Give them the endurance. Give them the endurance. Give them the endurance. Give them the endurance. And before you know it, you got Romans eight twenty eight on your hands. And we know all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. Put a praise on it, right? everybody on your feet in this building and online on your feet tonight if you're in this building and, and you've, n- you've never received this is a gift, the gift of unknown tongues or you're online, if you're online you're going to receive this you're going to receive this through the atmosphere you're going to receive this through the stream if you're in the building you're going to receive it because I'm going to have you to come to the front I, even at home i have you move towards your TV this is a spiritual gift unknown tongues it is where the spirit prays through you. And for those of you that do not have that, I'm going to give you an opportunity. So, two calls, three calls tonight. Number one, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, recommit yourself, Lord, or you want to be sure. On three, I need to do the handy wavy emoji or say it's me in this building and online. No guilt, no condemnation, no saying God's coming to get you tonight. He loves you with an unconditional love. Say He loves me need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On three, throw that hand up in the building, do the hand-wavy emoji say, It's me online. One, don't hesitate. Respond when I get to three. One, two, three. If that's you, put that hand in the air. Put that hand in. I see you. God bless you. Come on, church. I need you to celebrate the hands we can see. Celebrate the hands that we cannot see that are even watching on the digital campuses right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place because of this belief. And because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, give me the grace to run this Christian race. In Jesus' name, amen. I need you to take your phone out. Text that word right there on the screen. Text DECISION 877-552-4746 or scan that QR code. Right now, wherever you're at, we're going to shoot you a text. So you how to make Christianity your lifestyle, not just a hobby.
2: Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746. And we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.
1: only at BJ's.